halftime whistle at the Melbourne Rectangular Stadium. And for the first time ever, Colombia are in a World Cup quarter-final. Unbridled joy from a Colombian strong crowd. A 1-0 lead. Warriors hunting one more try near the end of the game. Vasu Balangi, who's going to get it, and it's right under the post. That is going to do it. And the Warriors start 2023 with an encouraging performance in this pre-season challenge trial game. Now with the run down the left-hand side, across into the box, opening goal from Diami. The French, fearsome, emphatic, and brilliant for a 4-0 win. Good morning, Aotearoa. That is right. The boys are back in town. <laughs> Oh, I'm in the studio, and man, it feels good. <laughs> it sounds better. feels good. <laughs> we want to sound too good, uh, Kempi, otherwise I'll have to make a move to Auckland. And we all fly up in your private jet every morning. No, no, we all know how that will end up if I move here. I'll be missing a few mornings. No, I won't. Look, it's great to, to be in here with the boys. You've got Ricardo, Kempi, sitting across from me. I must say, the camera dwarfs you. Does it? You boys are... Looking big. <laughs> Is that good big or bad big? It's, it's good big. I got, oh, okay. I got the air conditioning on. I got the air conditioning on this morning because there's a lot of air in here. <laughs> oh, won't be in in a minute because you'll be sucking it all up. But Mr. Tony Kemp, Ricardo, it's great to be here with you, lads. And uh, I've been seeing you through the cameras constantly grinding away but finally we've made it to Auckland and uh, we're going to have a nice show together quickly, lads. It is Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. You've had a good week? Good week. Absolute. Absolute. Uh, slept well after the weekend, Izzy. As you know, I was down in Otatahi, your home, and, and had a good t- catch-up with all the boys. Misbehaved? Wow, well, didn't really. Actually, <laughs> I think on Saturday night we were in bed by 8.30, so it was a pretty pretty early night for us. Not like you young blokes that go all night. Um, but yeah, did you? I'll tell you what, did you notice how warm it was this morning when you woke up? Because where you are, mate, I'll tell you one thing, I'm glad I packed my uh, jacket to That's take hot down here. there. Oh, no, it's cold That's down hot. there, mate. I got to the, uh, the apartment last night and I walked in and some guy was trying to tell me about the cold and I was in a t-shirt. Same clothes, don't think I'm stink. But, uh, you know, and then he said to me, Marcy, I'm from Christchurch, this is summer, yeah, <laughs> this man. is warm, boys. It's like 10 degrees, I think, when I hopped in the car this morning. It was the first thing I thought about when I was coming to pick you up. I was like, mate, Dagger must think it's absolutely, like, spring. <laughs> this is paradise. This yeah. is paradise. Did you, did you pick your suntan lotion? I didn't, but... What I've really noticed, lads, yeah. we've got a fully stocked chemist warehouse shelf here yeah. that I actually caught uh, one of our um, <laughs> staff members having a wee dabble at 5.30, 5.30 yesterday 530. morning. Really? I saw someone sneak in here on the cameras. I won't name him, but you know who you are, Brad Bacon. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and he has a wee shop on the shelf, so I've, absolutely, I've made it here, and I yeah. found this spray. What does it do? It's, uh, it's um, thermal spring water. Mm-hmm. And it's soothing, it's softening, and it's for sensitive skin. So basically, you just put it up and you go, oh, oh 
Look at that. I'm a new man. <laughs> yeah, you look fresh. <laughs> I'm looking fresh. I'm feeling fresh. We'll see how you look at nine o'clock. How, yeah. many, how many bottles of that did you go through in France with me? <laughs> look, I this would have come in handy, Trave, <laughs> and I've got plenty to choose from here, and I'm going to take a bit home because there are some options. I cannot believe how stacked it is. Are you not allowed to touch this? Oh, just I think it's just because we're. If it's so free, you, it's me. Yeah, well, so it's just so used to having it there, right? So you're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah that's right. Well, when it first appeared, uh, they had all the the Musashi bars there, so those used to get hammered. Oh, they're gone. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. Yeah. That box there, there must be something wrong with that I can, one because I, I can't can tell believe they're it's gone. still there. Oh no, it's empty. That's why <laughs> it's just there for looks. <laughs> Mate, what are you doing up here anyway? So you've come up, you've got you know this uh, show that you've been doing in France. You're doing a bit of bit of uh, what do you call a voiceover? Yeah, vo's. For the French show, which is September eighth uh, on Bravo, uh, as in Beaver French Connection, feels so longer. Yeah, uh, just reliving the moments. Spent a month on the road with Beaver. Not that he'd know. He slept the whole time in the car <laughs> while I was driving everywhere. Um, just doing the voiceovers for that. A um, few touch-ups for the show. Had to film a few scenes last night, and uh, didn't finish up till about nine thirty. So, yeah, people so people keep night. asking me like, what is it? Like they say, what, what is it? Was it the World Cup? You know, what sort of show is it? And I say, I think it's a travel show and about restaurants and. <laughs> Drinking wine, yeah. something like People that. People think <laughs> it's rugby. Uh, we touch a rugby ball once. So the All Blacks are playing, uh, I think it's Namibia or in Toulouse at one of the stadiums. We went there and we just had a little kick around. It's a nice little wee stadium in, in Toulouse. But other than that, mate, it's just a travel show. We go around, we go to all the tourist spots, we mm. eat lots of good food. Um, let's be honest, we went over to France and we ate poulet burgers, which is a beef burger, and chicken burger and uh, pizza. So it wasn't really Frenchnized, uh, or, you know, didn't get really get into the mm. French cuisine. But it was good. We just travelled around for a month and uh, got it done. So, yeah, it's it's coming out soon. We just had to do a bit of work, and I got filming uh, VOs all day today, and then I'm heading to Sky City to do a Q&A with one and only Mark Stafford, actually. Oh, excellent. How can you get in on that? Uh, I don't actually know. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I'll tell you what you should look out for. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine was telling me that, uh, f- is it Flair Bar? It's one of the bars at Sky City. have got a function on today. Ah. Jason Momoa launching a new vodka range. Yeah, oh, he's the curtain raiser. Yeah. Yeah, he's the curtain raiser. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, I see. He's the curtain raiser for uh, the big big event tonight, but Jason Momoa, man, he's loving New Zealand, isn't he? He's loving it. He's loving it. He's actually down, I think he's staying down at the... Uh, what do you call that? Should Solo we, Park? Uh, Solo gonna, Park, I somewhere down there. They've got a big shed, apparently, that, that they wear all their work crew and all that sort of stuff. We walk around that way quite often, and we've passed him a few times. He's, um, just the other day, mate, he had about 10 people in a, it was sort of a Land Rover, mm. green sort of Land Rover with a roof cut off. <laughs> mate, it looked like it was a Jumanji movie. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I can was, see him in the next Jumanji. Mate, he's massive. Mm. You know, because you know all those actors are quite small, eh? You know, you were talking about that yesterday with the... Um, uh, guy on 300 such a small character it's Gerard the same Butler, thing with yeah. the, the guys I was talking about um, Keith O'Sullivan you know when he was at that boxing match in Delahoya Hopkins a lot of the actors were there they're tiny mm. well Oh, Jason Momoa, he ain't tiny, mate. No. He's a he, he decently decent second row, I reckon. Play second row. Well, you know that all black jersey that he you saw him wearing at the Sevens up in Canada. That was Zinni's all black was jersey that? from '91. I, I reckon he's bigger than Zinni. He, he swapped uh, Glenn Ellis, mm. who was the Canadian captain, was his stunt double. Ah. That's what he got into, and he had it lying around and knew that he was, and never it just sat in a drawer. I, I had interviewed Glenn Innes, talked about it. 
And he was like, oh, he was just sitting around. I wasn't doing anything with it. He's a big All Blacks fan, so I just gave it to him. Awesome. And he said, the next thing I see, he's at Canadian Sevens and it blows up. He so. loves the All Blacks. And he's got a really good relationship with uh, with Offatoanga Fussy. And just quickly, boys, before we get off to, to what's coming up on the show and our clue for who am I, great to see the All Blacks in, in Napier. Mm. Oh, in Hawke's Bay. They were so good. A way to unite the country before they shoot off. Getting gum, but some of them looked awkward, I must say. Lots of blisters this morning. <laughs> did, did you did you ring Richie and say, hey, bro, hmm. uh, what are you doing crashing my patch? Surely they should have got it all black from the Hawks Bay yeah. to read the team? Yeah, look, I can't even get an interview, let alone uh, announce the team out. So <laughs> <laughs> I Blacklisted. I think I've been blacklisted. Welcome but, to the club. Yeah, I thought it would have been fitting for the one and only to go back and announce the team. But uh, I've seen Richie flew straight out. He wasn't hanging around yeah, for the army and, and uh, digging holes. But no, no, what an awesome touch to yeah, head home, yeah. back to my home country, uh, hometown, and I know what it meant for the people. Mm. But you know, laying a hangi, getting down there, building chook houses, yeah. you know, clearing a lot of the silt, and just a real nice moment to to get this country right behind the All Blacks when they shoot off. They've got an open training today at McLean Park. If you're in Napier, go along and. And check it out, lads. So yeah. uh, I thought it was a really nice touch with Fozzie too, mm. you know, and the red bands. And you would have got in there. Had a sho- oh, 100%. I would have sh- sh- at least shown them how to hold a shovel because um, <laughs> half of them didn't even know how to do that. But it wasn't about it wasn't about how they yeah. held a shovel. It was that they were all actually there doing the job. Yep. Um, and I know what you would have been. You would be first bloke with the keys and the digger. Oh, straight on that digger, yeah. mate. Oh, I'm straight on <laughs> how that. How much fun. I wonder, I wonder what the stories about the digger come out. When did they come out? Like, who flipped it? Oh, I reckon they've hit plenty because I remember I jumped on the digger at my own house when I was doing my deck and uh, I hit the house. Didn't <laughs> 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 check my uh, you know, blind spots and, and hit the house. But the funniest thing was seeing Nepo La Lala in a bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> a bulldozer in a bulldozer. One of the special ones. Anyway, lads, we got a, a to-do's gift pack to give away today. Uh, Kiwi made natural means products that make you look good, feel good and do good. Who am I? Clue number one. If you know the answer, double eight, double three. I'm a former kangaroo and maroon from Toowoomba. Well, there's Toowoomba. a thousand of them. <laughs> yeah, you got to start off easy. Aren't yeah, you? I, you probably, I probably know this one off straight off. Do yeah? you? Yeah. Oh, you let us know the answer yeah. off here because yeah. I don't even know. So let me know. I'm a former kangaroo maroon from Toowoomba. That is our clue number one. After seven, we'll clue two. After eight, clue number three. And boys, we've got a big show. We've got ex-football fern Katie Rood coming on to talk about World Cup quarterfinals because we're there. We're into the big stages and that competition is absolutely flying. Richie Agar from the Warriors after eight and Miyamoto on their upcoming world title bout. So a big show in store for you. But if you know the answers or you want anything to say, double eight, double three. Rick Dog, let's head into it. Good morning. And it is for the World Heavyweight Championship. All right, the triple threat. Three big questions for the day. Uh, now, it came out yesterday that Isaiah Walker-Liawedi, the uh, Hurricanes lock, had been banned for a mm. month for smoking pot. Now, the agency who police it says it's not performing uh, performance enhancing and it wants it off the list. So why ban him? <sighs> I don't think, um, well, look, I don't think it, it should be on the list personally. Um, the only thing that it enhances is probably his dancing ability when he's out. Um, but it ain't going to enhance it, his performance. It puts me to sleep. Does it? <laughs> Allegedly. It is such an old argument, this mm-hmm. one. If they're going to test for um, marijuana, they should test for alcohol. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because more people are getting uh, in bad shape with the with with alcohol than they do, I, I think, with marijuana. It, it's mate, and the it's been around for donkeys years. Um, what are they doing now, though, Rick? Like um, people use it for injuries. Mm. You know what I mean? So so CBD oils and all that sort of stuff. How are they going? How are they going to negate people who who want to use CBD for injuries, um, yeah. as opposed to you know having a whiskey to take the pain away because I remember I remember when I hurt my neck and I remember Wakefield I hurt my neck and the mm. doctor said to me mate go out and you know like it was really bad and he said go out and have a big night mm. he said it's the only way you're going to relax those muscles around your neck and there's a doctor mate it's there's so much scientific evidence around mm. the positives it, it gives your body you know when my mum was dying um, yep. we, we try to Go about it, getting her some medicinal cannabis to help her with her pain, pain. and stuff. And, yep. and you felt like you were a criminal, you know, because that's how it's looked at. And, yep. But I know what it did for my mum, and and how much pain it eased for her. So I see no problem with it. Like this, the evidence is there; it is good for you. Probably smoking it is probably the the bad thing about it. Getting it into your lungs, we know what trouble that can cause and damage. Um, but there's other ways of doing it. I take CBD oil. Mm. I'm not afraid to say it. Mm. Take CBD oil when I'm feeling a little bit flat. I take it before I go to sleep. It helps me sleep. Yep. And um, there's just so much positives to it. But look, they've come out, they said they want it ban- um, taken off the list, but because of the rules, they've had to ban him, and he's been caught. Look, I hope this doesn't like ruin his reputation. You know, like when you've got something with involved with drugs, everyone can see the word drugs, and then that's and that it. just bang right on them. People just see drugs, but they don't really understand the repercussions, what it can do for this person. You know, how's he doing mentally, knowing that he's got a ban? So, uh, it's it's not nice. Um, the decision's been made. Whether there's going to be some changes, time will tell, Rick Dog. Yep, that will indeed. All right, let's get to this one. Came out yesterday at Sterling Mortlock, uh, the former Wallaby. Nine months ago, he said he completely lost faith in the Wallabies. Uh, now he's saying he's a believer again and thinks that they can win the World Cup. He's good. So, so my question is, has he been round to Isaiah's house? <laughs> he's good. Eddie Jones is the best deflector. Like he, t- he, mate, he could he could put an elephant in a mini. You know what I mean? And and it would fit. He'd tell people it would fit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's just so good at the stories that now. Like that, how can you say nine months ago they, they got no chance, and then they've lost four games and say they're actually a chance of winning it? That's Eddie. That's Eddie. That's Eddie painting the picture every press conference, saying that they're so close. And look, to be honest, the scoreline doesn't really reflect like this. Uh, this this Wallabies outfit that have been competitive in both tests for sixty minutes. You got to give them that. Um, a few lapses in defence. You know, look, the All Blacks by far the better team. But if you look at at the game closer, it's it actually not too far off. Their attack is, is pretty good. The one thing that's going to let them down is set piece, particularly at the prop area. If Angus Bell can go 80, they've got a genuine chance. But outside of that, when you lose Alalatoa, it's going to be hard work. But Sterling Mortlock, look, people will be laughing at him and saying that, but I still believe that this Wallabies team, with the side of the draw they're on, lads. Yeah, yeah well, the draw does help, get, right? The draw helps them a hell of a lot. So he's not far off saying that they could potentially go on and win this World Cup. They've got a, a favoured draw, and uh, if they can get their selections right, if Carter Gordon can find something and gain a little bit more confidence week in, week out... He can lead this team because, at the moment, love Quaid, don't get me wrong, but he's not the man for them. 
Yeah, no, I think that I think you you pretty much nailed it there, and uh, yeah, hopefully Sterling's not listening. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's go to number three, boys. No chance, Nickel Clockstead. We talked about it yesterday. Got badly knocked out against the Titans. He is not in this Warriors side for this weekend. Kempe, what do the Warriors lose without having him at the back? Oh, the work rate. You know, like he's got one of the the, the biggest work rates in the competition. Mm. Um, I, I suppose is the main thing. Like Young Tane Tolpiki uh, is pretty elusive and, and can and can do the job for them at that fullback. But it's that consistency in and around placing people defensively that. Um, is the worry for me. So can he get to the work rate? You'd have to say, yep, he'll get up there close, but can he defensively move them around to where they need to be? Because the best fullbacks do that, and their defence has been really good, the Warriors. Um, and I'm, I'm a little bit worried about that. You mm. know, West Tigers aren't too far off getting a win. Mm. You know, the game against Canberra last week, uh, they're very unlucky. There's, you know, Annesley's come out and made three, um, said that three... Uh, referees made some bad decisions on weekend. That, that's going to play a part in the finals run. Hopefully, it doesn't help us this, um, hurt us this weekend. But do we lo- do we lose something with him? Oh hell yeah! Yeah. And I think it's more defensively. And him, you know, the fullback is really key in putting those players where you need them. We lose a hell of a lot. Mm. To be honest, like he has been a phenomenal player this year. Phenomenal. You know, like he has been so good. Chance Nicol Klotz did. But inside of that, at the start of the year, Tain Tuapiki. Played against the the yep. West Tigers in the preseason, didn't he? And he played well. And he played extremely well. And I came out and said, "Mate, this is a, a player for the future." The only thing lacking is his size. Yeah. You know, they're going to put ball in the air. They're going to test the young fella under the high ball and whether he can do that. If he can get his first couple of touches, a bit of gold out of it, he'll get confidence. So I'm not going to change my tune. I think we're losing a hell of a lot. Let's be let's be honest about it. But Tain Tuapiki, this is his opportunity to show the coaches who have seen something, glimpses. I saw a little bit at the start of the year that he is the man for the job. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, it, it just shows... Sold that out. They've started... Get, has it sold out? Yeah, sold out. Well, well Blair, Blair texted through yesterday. He had two tickets he had that he couldn't use. Mm. We're selling 45 bucks a throw. Blair, if you still got them, let us know and we'll uh, see if we can move those for you. Just yes. talking about fullbacks, this young kid for West Tigers too, Jarim Buller is mm. his name. Um, on all accounts, he was born in Auckland, moved over there when he was 13, wants to play Origin for New South Wales, uh, which is just the story of our Kiwi kids. Um Mate, he can play. You know, he's a definite player of the future. So it's a real good, uh, good, I guess, matchup on the weekend between two uh, decent young fullbacks. Beautiful, lads. Great to be in studio with you. And uh, a couple of answers coming through on the Temper Bed Post text machine. Double eight, double three. A lot of different answers. You know, there's no one's right on the pulse at the moment. Plenty of names coming through. So send them through. Who am I? Clue number one. I'm a former kangaroo and maroon from Toowoomba. We're talking everything from sport. And we talked about uh, marijuana use in sport. Medicinal can- cannabis. Let us know on double eight double three. What is your take on it? You know, where do you, what do you believe in? And, and is there a place in medical terms for sport, rehab, recovery? I know what it did for my mum. And it eased a lot of pain. So I want to hear if you have any thoughts on that on double eight, double three. We'll shoot off and we'll come back and we'll pick up where we left off, lads. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of big brand vitamins at the lowest prices every day. It's 28 past six. Call any time on 0800 or give us a text on the Temper Bed Post text machine, double eight, double three. A couple of messages coming through, lads. In regards to marijuana, it's a topical topic. 
and uh, you know Isaiah Leo Walker. Leawiri is Walker Leawiri, sorry, has uh, been banned for a month because he uh, tested positive to marijuana. And so he'll be out of action for the Hawks Bay team, uh, which is sad news. But um, on that, a message here from John it's not performance enhancing, so who cares? Helps with recovery and lots of other stuff. Big organisations like UFC have taken off the ban list. As per usual, we are way behind again. And then someone else has come through and said, legalise it. We were so close a couple of years. Yeah, lads. we were, man. I, I, you know, I was. I couldn't believe we had euthanasia and legalizing mm. weed on the on the and and euthanasia passed, and that one didn't. I was mm. like, I was shocked that mm. that didn't pass. To be honest, yeah, a bit, 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 bit of Jurassic thinking there. Man, this this I remember this question coming out in nineteen eighty eight. I think it was when the players when I was playing over in Newcastle, um, and all the players were like, mate, like. There was not, you know, there, I, I didn't know at the time, a few years later it came out that guys were taking performance-enhancing steroids. Mm. I, I had no idea. Um, but I could, I could tell you one thing, everyone was just saying, mate, what would marijuana be on that list for? You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't going to help us. Um, and that conversation has been going on for so many years, I still can't believe that it's still on the list. Years ago, um, the wrestler, you know Dave Batista, the mm, wrestler? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So he um, was out here for doing some WWE promotion when they first came to New Zealand. I interviewed him, and I, we were talking about it off air. And I said I said to him about the USDA uh, and the NFL and the WWE had all got together and said, all right, they're all going to test. And he said that was the worst thing for us. He said because a lot of the time, because we're week in, week out, mm. and big guys throwing themselves around, you, you've always got injuries. And so we were on basically on these barbiturates, basically as as painkillers to get them through. He said as soon as they did that, we couldn't take any of that stuff mm. anymore. He said so pretty much everybody in the WWE was using weed as a painkiller because it wasn't on the list. Uh, and that was the first time that I'd heard, you know, somebody, uh, an athlete or somebody that, in that kind of realm talk about it that way and, and talk about it being used for that, those purposes. Mm. Mm. Right, it's, it's the whole stigma around it and the word drugs. You know, yeah, I think that just really puts a lot of people off. But if you dig a little bit deeper, and for me personally, you know, knowing how it helped mum and helps people with recovery, I know a lot of athletes that they don't smoke it. But they they see the positives from it, mm. particularly in off season. You know, you're just putting goodness into your body, recovering easier. The sleep, the sleep that it's able to to get to. Look, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but typical. We're a little bit far behind, and uh, hopefully we can get to a stage where this is normalised, and we can get to a, a situation. So uh, Tim sent through a message. I remember when Michael Phelps got busted smoking pot. If he can swim like that and smoke weed, <laughs> give that man another medal. <laughs> so there you go, the positives out of this. Keep those messages coming through and those answers. Some of you are on the money, some of you are well off, but you know, no, clue number two coming up after seven o'clock. We've got headlines with Rick Dog, and then we've got Love Racing. We're going to get Rickard and CEO Tim Mills on. I uh, caught up with him a while back at the Cure Kids Race Day, and he tipped out a few winners. They're at Rickard and Park Synthetic today, and there's a horse in there called Not a Bad Pony. That uh, he tipped out, didn't quite get up, but maybe today's the day. And they got some awesome, awesome ideas coming up for the summer carnival. It's, I reckon the best, You've best, seen race, it, it, best race course. Well, mm. they're doing up, they're doing up Ellerslie. It's obviously going to be 
fantastic when that's done. But down there on the weekend, very impressive what they've got in mind down there. Um, I like it. I like Rickard and Tim. Tim, yep, he'll come on. It's a big week for them because I've got the Grand National down there as, as well on Saturday, um, and I'm pretty sure today he'll tip out a few. There's a big card, ten race, ten races on a on a big card on the synthetic today. Um, so we'll talk to about six forty. You're not allowed anywhere near that car park, eh, Kempe? Oh, Tony Kemp came down and caught chaos here last November. Surprised you're allowed back cut it, Mate, cut it out. You can't deflect that one, Eddie. You were the one getting escorted out by security, were you? No, that was the one. Nah, it wasn't even me. Wink, wink. Anyway, that's your shit off. Tim Mills coming up. But before that, we've got some headlines. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota together. We're shaping and building New Zealand.